Welcome back to another episode of the Wizards podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about breaking news. Uh, if you didn't see, the Wizards and the Pistons uh, have finalized a trade that sends Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, and in return, the Wizards get back Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Livers, and two second-round picks. The second-round picks are reportedly in 2025 and 2026. Um, here's my thoughts. This was a trade uh, of two guys that, if you read the article that I posted about a week ago, I, I said I don't think Muscala or Gallinari have any type of trade value or any type of market, and that if we could move either of them, I don't care who we get, uh, it would be a win. Uh, I said I'd trade Danilo Gallinari for a bag of chips. Uh, I'd trade Mike Muscala for a dozen donuts. I don't give a fuck, but um, it's just kind of nice that we were able to trade them and not only get back picks, but get back some youth as well. Um, so, so a little bit of background, if you don't know Marvin Bagley, he's 24, 6'10", plays power forward and center, 235 uh, pounds. He was a second overall pick in 2018 uh, by the Kings. Then he was traded in 2021 to the Pistons. Um, and it, this season, off the bench in, in 18 minutes per game, he's averaging 10 points, 4.5 rebounds, assist. Uh, shooting nearly 60% from the field, 16% from three, which is terrible, but 82% from the line. So shooting splits are are kind of off and on. Obviously, he's not a great three-point shooter, but still a great guy that you you take a flyer on, and that's kind of what the Wizards are doing in this deal. They're offloading the expiring deals of Gallinari and Muscala, two guys that weren't going to be here, and picking up Isaiah Livers, 25 years old, Marvin Bagley, 24 years old, not awesome, you know, in terms of skill right now, but still young, could be late bloomers, you never know. But nonetheless, taking a flyer on them. I think Will Dawkins, Michael Winger absolutely cooked on, on this trade. I, I've been trying to to look at the downsides and just find some negatives, and I just I can't. Um you know, Mike Buscala, Danilo Gallinari, not only were they buyout candidates, um, and trade candidates, but they weren't gonna be here past the deadline. It's the same thing I said uh, about the Chris Paul, Jordan Poole trade. Chris Paul was going to be bought out, and you were able to get a first-round pick. You were able to get Baldwin Jr., Ryan Rollins, who obviously, you know, not with the team anymore. We'll talk about that in a second. And Jordan Poole for a guy that wasn't going to be here. You've now gotten Isaiah Livers, Marvin Bagley, and two second-round picks for two guys that weren't going to be here past February 8th. So I I can't find any wrongdoings here in the deal. Um, I actually saw a tweet from Wizards Film Room that I loved. It was, you know, the Wizards have, you know, stolen t- uh, twice, I think he said, two thieveries this week, one with Ryan Rollins stealing from Target um, and one with uh, the Wizards GMs absolutely fleecing the Pistons here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great trade. And there's there's a saying, uh, great trade, who'd we get? If you told me we traded Neil Gallinari and Mike Muscala, I honestly, I don't, I don't even care what we got in return. It's the fact that we were able to get something for those guys that I thought had zero value. Um, talking about Isaiah Livers, shooting splits this season not great. I think he's only shooting like fifty six percent true shooting. He's only shooting twenty eight and a half percent from three. But over his first two years in the league, he shot forty two percent, I think, from three. You know, he he has all the tools to to be a great shooter, um, especially from long range, and he has the size to do it as well. But it's just about kind of fine-tuning that form and being more consistent. Um, 
He's also, I think, a teammate of Jordan Poole from Michigan, so reunited with with his guy Jordan Poole. So that's nice for for him and and JP. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, you know, just really looking at it, the first thing I saw, I I can't find any negatives. The only the only downside, if I'm really nitpicking, is Marvin Bagley's making twelve and a half million next year. That's the reason the Pistons did this trade because they opened up a bunch of cap space with Gallinari and Muscala expiring. But who 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 are you going to be paying? You know, you're going to have so much cap space next year anyway that I don't care if I'm paying Marvin Bagley twelve and a half million dollars. Is he worth it? Absolutely not. He he's not worth that much money. But that money would just be sitting there. It wouldn't be you know going towards any splash free agent or big time trade. So you might as well you know pay the man and and hope that he pans out. Um, and when he got to Detroit, he actually played really well. Um. And and hopefully that's what happens when he when he comes to DC. We've needed backup big man uh, help all season. Gallinari Muscala can't defend a school bus. I mean they when the school bus is literally stationary, if it's snowed in and it's not moving, those guys still can't stay in front of it. Mike Muscala, people think he's a stretch five, shooting less than thirty percent from three this season. Absolutely can't shoot. Dino Gallinari. Good in the beginning of the year, but his body is just worn down. I think he's got to go soon. You know, just just not not doesn't have the legs necessary to keep up with anybody on defense. Um, and that's why I said I don't think he can go to a contender because I don't know who would feel comfortable putting him out there in the playoffs. Um, but he goes to the opposite of a contender, a team with three wins over the first I think thirty five games. So that that kind of makes sense. But um, you know. Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Livers, two guys that, you know, I really don't mind taking flyers on here, especially picking up the two second round picks. If I just traded Daniel Gallinari, Mike Muscala for the two second round picks, again, I'd be fine. You know, people are like, you know, Isaiah Livers can't shoot. Marvin Bagley is a bust. The, the the trade isn't for those two guys. The trade is for the second round picks and to offload the expiring deals and pick something up in return. The fact that you get the flyers of Bagley and Livers is kind of, you know, the cherry on top. So hopefully the uh the wizards are able to develop those guys and and later down the line you know they are part of this rebuild i don't know and they, they don't have to be either that's the 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 good part about it there's no you know um incentive for the wizards to have to hold on to them they're not under contract for too long um so i mean i you're kind of playing with house money here with with those guys and i honestly can't find anything wrong with this trade um what i will say about about moving on from Muscala and Gallinari. I tweeted about it last night. It op it, it not only is trading those guys, um, but it clears up space for people like Patrick Baldwin Jr., who in his first real rotational minutes last night put up eight points and nine rebounds against the Hawks. Uh, you know, he he's a really solid player and a really intriguing talent. Um, the shot hasn't been there for the the first part of his career, but Nonetheless, he he's a good rebounder. He has good positional size. I don't see him as a center. I think he he really fits in that power forward role. Um, but he is six nine and he does have good length. So you never know what he could develop into. Still just twenty one years old. But again, I I really I really like the move here from from Dawkins and the move here from from Winger. And I think it it kind of sets up what you what you could see you know from them in the future. Uh, in terms of they're going to be pretty aggressive in trying to offload these veterans, um, trying to pick up as many picks as they can, trying to kind of emulate what the Thunder did, uh, just stockpiling as many picks as possible, um, and, and, you know, whatever you get in return, you get in return. Um, 
I tweeted this out as well right after right after the trade. Um, but Will Dawkins and Michael Winger were able to turn 38-year-old Chris Paul, 35-year-old Danilo Gallinari, and 32-year-old Mike Muscala into Jordan Poole, who's 24, Patrick Bowman Jr., who's 21, Ryan Rollins, 21, no longer with the team, stole items from Target, supposedly. I don't uh, I don't know if I can really go on record saying he did. I don't know the legality of that. Um, but not with the team anymore. Marvin Bagley, 24 years old. Isaiah Livers, 25 years old. Picked up three total second-round picks and one first-round pick. Granted, top 20 protected from the Warriors in 2028, I think. But who knows if it conveys. Um, but that's all that young talent, that five players under 25, um, 25 and below, three seconds, a first-round pick, all for three guys in their mid to late 30s that are on their way out of the league. That is that is superb work from from the front office. And um, actually, shout out to um, Will Clayton who tweeted that Tommy Shepard was able to turn 24 year old Rui Hachimura into 28 year old Kendrick Nunn, uh, some second round picks, and that's it. Uh, so there's kind of levels to this, and you're seeing that with with Dawkins and Winger. Um, they they knew what they wanted to do here. They knew they wanted to get younger, and they've done that. Um, and usually to get all these young players, you got to give some stuff up. And we're giving up three players that were either buyout candidates or going to be moved for pretty much nothing. So in order, you know, you just get to get the the return that we were able to get here for the players that we shipped out that we had nothing to do with in the future. It's really impressive work from the front office, and it makes me, as a fan, just excited to see what they can do over this next you know month before the trade deadline. Um, I think. This trade obviously opens up a lot in terms of, you know, usually trades like this get made closer to February 8th. This is, you know, a good three weeks before the deadline. So any trades can be made at any point now. You know, you kind of got to be on your toes. Um, As I mentioned, Gallinari and Muscala were two of the five guys that I really, you know, honed in on that episode that I think will be moved. I didn't know what the market was, but I thought they'd be moved. So that's two down, Um, you know. Who's left on that list? Tyus Jones uh, is left. DeLon Wright is left on that list. And Landry Shamit is also left on that list. Three guys that I've enjoyed watching this season. Three guys that I think are really good players, really good veteran additions, but also they can net a really good return um, where you can stockpile picks, pick back up some some young players, maybe some expiring contracts. Um, but yeah, Will, Will Dawkins, um, Michael Winger aren't really playing around here. They're going to, offload the veterans they're going to pick up as many picks as possible and you know just look no further than what the thunder are doing so hopefully we emulate them we pick up a bunch of of guys maybe find some diamonds in the rough with livers and and bagley and kind of see where it goes from here um but yeah it's just it, it's a great trade i don't like i said i've been trying to find some some negatives to it and i really can't like i said i i would have traded Danilo Gallinari for a bag of chips uh, I think he is not good anymore. I don't think he can move. And same goes for Muscala. He can't defend, not a good rim protector, supposed to hold his hat on, you know, bringing that big man out of the paint and shooting that three ball, but he's shooting 28% from three this season. So he's not, he's not helping in that category. He's kind of one of those guys where it's like, if you're not making your shots on offense from, from deep, you know, what are you doing? Like Davis Bertans, you can't defend. You can't put the ball on the deck. If you're missing your threes, you are just hurting my team. You're not helping at all. And that's why fans all season were saying, 
Daniel Gafford's the only competent center on this roster. You have two guys behind him that are on their way out of the league, aren't helping at all, can't really move, can't shoot that well, and you're you're playing them. And that's, you know, look no further to see why we're the second worst team in the, in the league right now. Um, but in order to, 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 you know, improve a little bit, insert some youth. And, and we did that. And when Patrick Baldwin Jr. played and Muscala and Gallinari didn't, the Wizards beat the Hawks on the road by 28. The same Hawks team that beat the Wizards by almost 30 um, in Washington earlier in the year because they couldn't defend them at all. You know, it's it's crazy what happens when you actually insert some some actual talent in the front court. Um, it's crazy. And, you know, Gaspin holding it down all year without much help. And now hopefully Bagley can come in and back him up. He's backed up. Uh, he's backed up. The centers, whoever's starting, whether it be uh, Isaiah Stewart or Duran in Detroit, he's done a pretty good job this season. So hopefully he can come in and contribute the same way in Washington. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's one of those trades where you're happy that we were off we were able to offload two guys that weren't a part of our future, pick up two guys that you never know you know maybe they could be a part of our future, but you also pick up two second round picks. Um, so I mean if if you're just literally thinking about it, we got four second round picks from the Brad trade. We got a second round pick from the KP trade. Just got two second round picks here and an additional one. So I think we have uh, eight second round picks. I think we picked up one first round pick and four pick swaps, if I'm right. So, I mean, that's just from trading three guys, four guys actually. If you if you really factor in, um, you know the the talent we still have on this roster, um, you know you who knows how many picks we'll we'll be able to end up with at the end. Um, at the end of trade season. Also, towards the end of this episode, I just want to talk about uh, Ryan Rollins real quick. Obviously, that sucks. Um, if you didn't see the story in The Athletic from Josh Robbins, I'd go read it. Um, he talks about, you know, the um, supposed um, Ryan Rollins story where he goes to Target and he was, you know, shoplifting items. Um, they said they retained court documents that... that um, express this so i guess you know the wizards we're just like you know we're trying to build a culture here we don't want that as part of our culture um and it's time to move on they brought in hamadou diallo um who you know is a good defender lengthy pretty athletic so i guess we'll see where that goes um but you know the the front office here isn't really fucking around they're not going to take that shit and i saw a lot of comments like if this was kuz or jordan pool or one of the bigger name players i don't think they would have waived them like that and I think there is merit to that. I think, you know, in this league, we see it a lot of times, even in the NFL, if you get into kind of like trouble like that, and it's it's serious, but it's not as serious as some other allegations that happen to other players, it does a lot of times depend on your skill set, your contract, and all of those intangibles. Um, but at the end of the day, Ryan Rollins was a fringe roster spot, uh, probably that 14th or 15th man. And if you're supposedly stealing items from target i don't think that really helps build a good culture so i don't mind the move to move on from ryan rollins um hopefully diallo comes in here he's playing well in the g league averaging 18 points so you just got to hope that he pans out um and gets more more playing time at, at the deadline um but yeah i i, I mean I, I, this is going to be a pretty short episode i just want to conclude it here i can't find anything wrong with with what dawkins or winger did um really intrigued to see what Bagley can do really intrigued to see if we can turn livers around turn a shot around um hopefully being in a new spot 
um, you know, with new coaches, new teammates, you know, kind of opens that up, gives them a fresh start, um, but can't can't find any wrongdoing here. Absolute fleece job. Will Dawkins and and Michael Winger added again. Again, this is their this is their third or fourth trade, not including the. I guess I will conclude it. They've traded Brad for all the the great value we got back for him, despite the no trade clause. Traded KP in a move that I wasn't too happy about, but I I knew he was going to leave, so I, I I understood it. Pick 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 up uh back up Tyus Jones, who should net you a first round pick at the deadline. Um, also got Muscala and Gallinari, who just got you Bagley, two second round picks and Livers. Um, and then traded up a spot to get the guy they wanted in Bilal. Made some moves later in the second, trading back, um, picking up additional draft capital. So I I can't I can't complain with with really anything they've done. Um, they have my full trust. I I think that they're doing a great job. And um, again, I think this is a a really good trade for the Wizards. Ex excited to see what Bagley and Livers can do, and excited to see what we do. You know, in the next two or three weeks as the deadline approaches. Um, but again, appreciate y'all for, for tuning in and I'll, every time they make a trade, I'll either do a, a live Twitter spaces or I'll try to do one of these emergency pods. So, uh, yeah, again, appreciate you for, for listening.